It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Sometimes needing new tyres can catch us by surprise. That's why tyre power gives you the power of zip pay and zip money. You can get what you need now, get back on the road safely and pay for it later. Terms and conditions apply. So visit tyrepower.com.au or call 13 21 91. Are you ready to experience the thrill? Berwick BMW is your destination to experience the range of BMW M&M performance models. Book your test drive with Neil Phillips and the super team at Berwick BMW today. LMCT 8953. It is four minutes after eight and a big welcome to all of our Queensland stations joining us because on a Monday we have Cameron Smith and Maddie Johns joining me between eight and nine, all thanks to Chemist Warehouse, shop in store or online at Chemist Warehouse for big brands at the lowest prices every day. So much to talk about today. Um, we have been talking about Matthew Lodge now. I've been alerted by one of our listeners um, who has said, who heard you dishing up Lodge this morning, wondering if you've read his apology this morning. And yes, we've chased that up, a rather lengthy apology and, and a real insight into Matthew Lodge, almost saying, I don't know why I've been like this lately. Um, some issues there for Matthew Lodge at a new club. So I'll try and read all of that while I have Cameron Smith and Maddie Johns joining us on the program. Uh, let me go to Cameron Smith, first of all, in the Gold Coast SEN studio. Cameron, good morning to you. Good morning, Fossey. How are we going? Oh, wow, it's been a busy morning. Gee, there's, there's, some, there's some review to be done out of the weekend, isn't there? I mean, I know it should be all positive and focus on what's coming up, but you just can't move on from some of what we saw yesterday. Just, just, just mm. to like eyesight yesterday, the Tigers, back page of the paper, and, yep. a, and an insipid performance, and the Warriors embarrassed themselves and Nathan Brown damning of his team and some individuals at the end of that game yesterday. It's hard to just walk away from those things, Cameron, today. Yeah, it is, Vossi. Um, yeah, pretty ugly scenes for a couple of the Warriors players. And I think, you know, Nathan Brown, uh, the Warriors coach, summed it up quite well where he said, you know, a lot of people have sacrificed over the last two years and put a lot of hard work in. And at the actions that we seen at the end of that match yesterday, it all, that, those actions made it all come crashing down. Um, so, you know, it, it's highly embarrassing for those players and, and rightly so because their actions are uncalled for and just, yeah, just embarrassing. So um, not not great for, for those guys and, you know, they're going to take some time now over this off-season to, you know, they, they've got to do some thinking about what, the way they're going to approach next season and, and the way they're going to play and handle themselves on the field. And for the Tigers, well, you know, I just don't know what, what's happening there when they turn up against the – in the last game of the season, in the last game of the season, when things haven't gone well for them this year, they're not playing finals, they knew that, and they played against the Bulldogs side who have been sitting at the bottom of the ladder for pretty much the entire year, and they turn up and can't score a point and, and concede 38. Like, that's – I don't know. I just don't know wh where they go from here and, and really – I'd love to be on fly on the wall in their review, hmm. their season review. Yeah, over an 80-minute performance yesterday, they were beaten everywhere for absolutely for 78 of the 80 minutes. Like yeah. they would just no, they were beaten in every effort area to every break it down play by hmm. play. Beaten 78 out of 80 minutes. I'm just reading more of the Matt Lodge stuff because it'll become a a bigger story. The apology that he's 
he's put out there today. I mean, I, I, I don't know quite what to make of it, but he is saying, mm. um, I don't know why, but I lately let a lot get to me, which has shown me I'm not where I need to be as a person just yet. I'm genuinely, genuinely sorry. He talks about a lot of head noise when he's out on the field. So mm. he, has ang- he has anger issues. He has aggression issues. Yeah, Obviously, I, I guess, he's derailed <laughs> yesterday. I, yeah, well, Vossi, I, I guess the positive out of that is that he, um, you know, <laughs> not going to question whether he's telling the truth or not, but, you know, to, to, to acknowledge that there is an issue, that he has an issue, particularly with his anger and letting things get to him, I guess that's a positive out of it. But, ha- like, how long is it going to take for him to, to turn the corner? Like, Matt Lodge now has carried some issues with him for, for several years. And we all know about the incident that happened overseas and he's had dramas at other clubs that he's been involved in. So at what stage is, is he going to sit down and actually, you know, for want of a better word, like pull his head in? That's, and a, change, that's like, a fair because, comment. It's a fair like, comment, Cameron. He's a well, you know, footballer. It is. And, and like he's, he's paid well. He's, prof- he's a professional. And in some, in some cases, he's looked at as a leader. Now, you can't have people acting on the field the way he has and flipping the bird at, at, at the crowd. And, and I know that the crowd can get under your skin at times. Trust me. <laughs> I've had plenty <laughs> thrown my way. Um, you know, but as a professional, you just you, you can't let those things get to you. You, you just can't. Yep. All right. And he finishes off by saying, took a few steps back today, which is disappointing, but I'll go to bed, cuddle my kids, take the lessons learnt and restart tomorrow. Well... Well, you're at a new club. You yeah. would have liked to have made a better impression than what you made yesterday. Yep. Matthew Johns, I bring you in on that. Um, the moat hey, boys. is well as hey, the moat. He's been idly in the garage. <laughs> hello, Goat. Hello, Vote. How are you, lads? Not bad. Not bad. Um, yeah, where do I start from the weekend, Matty? I'm going to give yeah. you a really tough question because it's back page of the Telegraph. Yeah. Michael Maguire, and you've had a bit to do with Madge. Um, yep. Uh, would the Tigers be any better off, Michael Maguire not being there? <laughs> I would say no. I would say they would not be any better off. The the Tigers, Vossi, uh, they've just... The first thing they've got to address is what is their identity. And I think once you understand what sort of football side you are or you strive to be, then you get your recruitment right. Uh, and you bring players to the club that uh, suit that... are going to suit that style, suit that identity. But... Uh, I look at the Tigers this year, they were just like a mishmash of ideas. Uh, it was like, you know, the, I don't know, it was like the building a house without an architect. It was just like, you know, a player, you know, this type of player, had a workman-like player here. You had another player, like, you know, with, with Joey and, and Jimmy the Jet, who were really, really talented footballers, but uh, they were completely different style of footballer to the bloke up front, to the back rower. It was just, it, it was like a house that just kept putting extensions on and, and it just got, they just got lost in the way that they wanted to build their football, to, their football side. Some of that Madge has inherited as far as the salary cap's concerned. But the other thing they've got to work out, I think Madge and the players, and, and, and it's, it's a tough conversation, is that, you know, when you're a coach, I suppose at one point you've got to go to players you trust and just say, "Tell me the truth." You know, um, have I lost yous? You know, mm. That's that, that's 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 a tough one. You know, who do you go to? Which player do you trust? And who's going to? I tell don't you see the leaders truth? there, Maddie. Do you see leaders no, at the Tigers? No, like I, just from the outside no, looking in, do you see any leaders at all? No, I don't. No, I don't. I don't. That that that's a big problem. That Tales of Tiger Town showed that there was just too much of Madge talking, and he was forced to mm. talk because there was no leaders who stood up. And 
And, you know, when the coach just talks and it's just, it actually becomes smothering. It, it just burns you out. And they look like a side that was just, couldn't wait for the season to end. And, you know, Cameron said, you know, I'd love to be in a, a fly on the wall when they do their review. Well, I've got an exclusive Tales of Tiger Town bonus edition. To come <laughs> i tell you but what, it'd be do, interesting. Can you do a review, Matty and Cameron? Can you do a review? Mm. Like, and and it's, it's noted here by one of our listeners, how can the CEO be the one doing the review? How can those in the club do the review? Can it be done? What? comprehensively by people within the club what? or do you need external party like the Dragons had Gus Gould there coming season or so ago to, to look at how they were running well what is the CEO doing the review on what the football side well it seems that way Adam Hartigan and, and the CEO are involved in the review no oh no, no. <laughs> they did the review and realised they've got to give the uh, football manager and the CEO a pay rise <laughs> <laughs> that could work that could be no look with <laughs> With all due respect, I think the CEO should just—he should do the review on the front front of the house. Mm. Um, the, the players and the players and the and the coaching staff are the ones that need to do the review, and they need to like like Matty said, there just needs to be some brutal honesty involved in those in those um, meetings and those conversations about about the way they played this year and and mm. why it was that they that they just it the the season was a was a failure like the way they performed like it was just. Some of some of the some of the games at the back end of this year were just. I'm looking at it, thinking, surely these boys are walking off the field, and they're and they're quite embarrassed mm. by the performances that they've that they've put in. Like, yeah, you can you can oh, point well. the finger at, at Madge and the coach Vossi as yep. much as you want, and you know, say, you know, he's lost he's lost the dressing room and he's lost the players and all this sort of stuff. Well, he's not the one out on the field missing tackles. He's not the one out in the field that can't hold the football. He can only do so much during the week to prepare those players. Like as we said about Matt Lodge, these guys are professionals. They're paid well to go out. I'm surely they can catch a football. Surely they can make a tackle. It's not hard. Effort, effort, mm. effort takes no skill at all. No um, skill at all. Just, just before we move off the Warriors, Matty, I'll give you a crack at that. Uh, and and yeah, the judiciary will have its say. The match review committee will have its say on Matt Lodge and he's issued this apology. That's long winded and it covers a lot of ground. But in the case of Kane Evans, I mean. Would the Warriors be entitled to issue their own fines to their players here outside of what the league may implement? Because, you know, so damning were the comments of Nathan Brown post-game yesterday and all the hard work, the sacrifice the Warriors mm. have done over two years. Those two players yesterday disgraced the club. They disgraced mm. the club. They let everyone down so badly that they, they went rogue. They went rogue and, and left the team short. Well, the thing about it is, Vossi, like Cameron said, the Warriors have just... The incredible sacrifice and the goodwill they've built up, and the players, some of the players yesterday were involved with that, mate. They've just arrived at the club, you know. Mm. So some of the other players should be going to those blokes and saying, "Do you realise what you've just done? Mm. Do you realise the embarrassment you've just caused us after all we've done, you know, for the club and all the goodwill we've built up?" So you know, it's it, with Matt Lodge, with Lodgy, like he's had. He's had numerous issues. The bottom line is this: like I've stuffed up, people stuff up. What, 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 what's really important is people will give you a chance, and I think from there it's really important that you just don't, you don't squander that chance. You know, you take, uh, take the chance, and you, you, you turn things around. And you know, um, like Cameron Smed said, he's put out the release, but next year the proof will be in the pudding when someone stands opposite Lodgy when, 
and starts to sledge him and bait him if he can turn and you know, turn the other cheek, move on. I tell you what, football. I mean, if there's a lot, I know you shouldn't make light of it, but with Kane Evans, one of the things I might try is I might actually buy him a calendar and I'd highlight the year. So next year, it's a Kane, if you're at the Warriors, it's 2022. It's not 1974. You know, like he was playing yesterday, yeah. like it was like the bad old days. Like, what, what, like he, he just again he lost it. Like he must be the easiest bait in the competition. Well, the thing yeah. is, is, like yeah. there's different ways. There's different uh, levels of like the things that people that are really tough are those players that just can't be discouraged. That just keep going at you, keep going at you. They're relentless. They're tough. Blokes who can take punishment uh, and just move forward. And I think it was Jack Gibson once said about. Like why rugby league is such a great game and why it breeds character, is it said like how many people in society can get thumped, put on the ground, and then just pick up and have the discipline to get up and just get on with things? And that's what the game's about. Is that you know some, yeah, when you're out there, there's there's things that happen in the game. There's sledging. There's blokes that you know might give you a bit of a cheap shot here and there and whatnot. But you just got to get on with things. It, the the base requirement in rugby league is discipline. Well, I think the I think the game's passed by Kane Evans based on some of the incidents of the second half of the season. I don't know how you you get him back on the straight and narrow. He might not have it in him. As I said, he's from another era. He's, he can't he can't apply himself to twenty twenty two. Now, Cameron, I'm going to bring you yes. in on an old mate of yours, Matt Checkin. Okay, um, <laughs> and, and and it's been noted yes. by our listeners today how good it was the guard of honour that he was yep. given um, the other night in his final game. Now, he mm-hmm. was a guest of Matt White's uh, on, our, on, on this station last uh, Thursday between 9 and okay. 12. Have a little listen to what he had to say, and then I'll give you right of reply. Congratulations, <laughs> says uh, this texter from Narrabeen on your career, a great achievement. He says, Matt, is Cameron Smith the best referee you've seen? I'm sure you heard that one before. <laughs> Look, he's certainly one of the most uh, intelligent players I've ever refereed. Um, the thing with Cameron, and, and look, he did get a fair share of airtime with the referees, but he did it in a way where he'd come and talk to you on the field and you'd feel like calling time out, uh, let's order a couple of coffees or a couple of beers and having a chat about this. He was really engaged <laughs> and made off the field. You, you'd speak to him about the game and he just knew it, you know, in such complexity, it was, it was just incredible. Uh, now, Cameron, oh, you, does that make you smart, or were you a smart ass? I mean, that, about, what a from a referee. Uh, it's probably somewhere in the middle, I reckon. Right. <laughs> you, mate, I tell you what, Vossy, I reckon uh, Cameron should sell insurance. <laughs> <laughs> tell you what, the Javers witnesses uh, might want to sign Cameron Smith. Oh, he might dear. finally actually get through the front door. Oh dear! Oh, good on you, Chech. No, it was great scenes the other night when he uh, refereed his last game. Is he gonna? Is he continuing on in, in any capacity at all, or, or that's it? Well, I don't. I don't think. Well, obviously, he doesn't think that he's in the top four, so he's not going to get a game in the final. So that's it. That was okay. it the other night. What, Cameron, why? Why would you not throw? What? Well, yeah. You know, depending on whether he'd want to do it or not, why wouldn't you throw Chech into the bunker? That's interesting. Would that, would that be an any, idea, Vossi? Well, Cameron, like, that's a well. You're his, you're his mate. You should have a coffee with him and a well, beer and suggest it. I should. Um, <laughs> well, well, he's been out in the field like all year. Like he's been mm. refereeing the, yeah, the put game him straight and, in the, and the way the it's played, series. and he understands. Uh, like chuck him in there. I don't think he's ever been in the bunker, Cameron. I've got to be honest. I but Matty, I think on a team sheet, I've never seen Matt Checkin as a bunker official. I could be wrong on that, but I, 
I don't think he's been a re- I saw Butler in the bunker on the weekend. Oh, no, Butler! Yeah, yeah, I'll get <laughs> you in the bunker. Yes, nah, that was that was that was say, nice words really from. Uh, up, yeah, yeah, I don't really keep up with who is in the bunker that much. I don't generally go to to the team sheet and go, aha, okay. <laughs> That's our bunker <laughs> sorry, official. <laughs> sorry, sorry to make that assumption, Patty. I just I've uh, always that... respected the research that you've done, but the bunker yeah, official sorry. isn't the one that you you tap into. No, no, no. That was I... that was nice words from Chech boys, but um, I'll tell you what, he was the last bloke I wanted to have a beer with after he put me in the bin for oh, ten yeah. at Shark Park that <laughs> night. Jesus, truth comes out now. <laughs> uh, I wiped him, wiped him off truth the list. Comes out. Very good. Yeah. I was no, thinking I like he was going to get the referee you, of the round. I thought he might get Cameron Smith's referee of the week. Now, I've well, it's that. coming up. His... Well, okay, we'll keep that between eight thirty and nine. The boys' top three after a break. You can fire your questions in at uh, Cameron and Maddie on zero four five seven seven three six seven three six. And for sports bets, sports bets bet with mates. Start your group bet together. Share the moment. Conditions apply. Gamble responsibly. Our premiership betting market. Now that we know we're down to eight, the Storm two dollars fifty. The Panthers, $2.75 to win the comp. Manly, third line of betting at $6.50. The Rabbitohs at $11. Eels, $26 to win the comp. The Roosters at $41. You got the Knights at $67. Yes. And the Titans at $101 to win the competition. There you go. The sports bet market, sports bets bet with mates. Start your group, bet together, share the moment. Conditions apply. Gamble responsibly. We are here for Chemist Warehouse on a Monday between 8 and 9. Cameron Smith and Matty Johns. Chemist Warehouse. Shop in store or online at Chemist Warehouse for big brands at the lowest prices every day. It's time for the boys' top three. And now on Breakfast with Vossi, the top three. Matty, what do you got for us, my friend? Top three from the weekend. Well, I'm... I'm guessing I'll steal a bit of Cameron's thunder here because, mm. I mean, we do it every single week. But honestly, Tom Travojevic, again, uh, that individual try was just, I reckon it's the best individual try I've ever seen. I saw Tom playing when he was a young bloke playing for the Monoval Raiders, and they were the tries he basically scored every time you saw him play. <laughs> but you'd never think a person could transfer that in onto the professional stage. And he's just untouchable at the moment. Uh, second point, Manly again. Tom Travojevic has tried the 110 metre try set up by Ruben Garrick. I mean, you can't score a try any further than that. He tippy toed on the dead ball line. Uh, just brilliant. And uh, I'm going to go to the Titans because they're into the finals. They held their nerve yesterday, got themselves through it. I'm just so happy for the Frizzell and Kelly families. Um, you will not find more decent people in rugby league than those two families. They genuinely involved in rugby league, not to make money, just to give to the game and to the area. And I'm just so happy for them. It's great. Great shout. Uh, all right. That is Matty John's top three. Cameron, do we have any overlapping there? Well, yes, we do. Um, I'm going to, from off the top, Tommy slash Manly. They were outstanding yesterday. And, and to come from those first month, boys, 0-4, to now finish in the top four and set up a big clash with Melbourne in the first week of the finals. Just amazing. Um, Tom, like Turbo is just... I know he's playing against a side that haven't you know, been playing well and, and, and they're not in a great position in the Cowboys. But um, still, it takes a fair effort to, to call mm. that. I, I enjoyed your uh, commentary too, Vossi. It sounded like you were up and about too. You were pretty excited. With, Cameron, I lost my shot. I know. <laughs> I don't mind saying I can hear in your voice. Yeah. <laughs> um, 
Uh, second up, boys, uh, Melbourne Storm, another minor premiership. That's uh, that's four in the last five years. So uh, pretty big effort by by Melbourne and and particularly Craig, um, you know, spending the last two seasons away from home to get the boys up again. And the last one, uh, Titans. I'm, I'm pretty much the same as Matty this morning. The Titans to you know be what was it almost the last game of the round and their season on the line to come up with a victory like that. They played really well, so they're a chance, boys. They're, they're a red hot chance, eh? Like I know they haven't really been sort of backed well against the Roosters, but they, they pl- these two teams have had a match up once this year, and and they went down by one point if you remember. Um, by yes. Sam Walker's field goal. 35-34 it was, so this will be a great first-up match. Mate, you'd see Cameron yesterday, the way they burst out of the sheds. They were ready mm. to play. Whoop, there, here comes the news, guys. Hang around after the news. Beautifully done. Beautifully done. Whoa, there's the news. It's coming up. Yes, the news is coming up. And they've got a whole stack of questions from our listeners to fire at the boys for Chemist Warehouse. Keep the questions coming. 0457 736 736. Some say the Cameron has thrown Matty Checken under the bus. Why can't Cameron Smith go into the bunker? We'll, uh, we'll find out why in just a moment. <laughs> All right, 28 and a half minutes to 9 o'clock in this half hour of the program. We will have Cameron Smith, the referee of the round. But continuing on for Chemist Warehouse, here between 8 and 9 on a Monday morning. Cameron has already uh, thrown it out there that Matt Checken should go into the bunker. He's almost demanded. In fact, it's a clickbait headline. Smith calls for (laughs) Checken to run referee bunker. Um, And and one of our listeners, MC of Newcastle, says, what about a dynamic duo of Checken and Smith in the bunker? A bit of common sense in there wouldn't go astray. Cameron, Mm. now now the ball's back in your court. Will you help out for the next four weeks and sit in the bunker? Mm, I've got a few things on, Vossie, unfortunately. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, I've got got some some commitments over the next month, unfortunately. Dig some holes somewhere. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, digging holes. Right in one of those uh, the ride-ons that you got, doing shed ads. Yeah, Jumping on the John Deere, yep. That's yep. it. Oh, wow. Uh, Sorry, Red Tiger yeah. says, if Checken isn't in the top four refs in the game, I'm an astronaut, the Red Tiger, Matty. It, yeah. it is a loss. I mean... Sure is. He's, he's the unflappable one. You know what I get with yeah. Matt Checken when he refereed? You felt, I know he's got a clanger in him, and he has had some clangers in his career, but you mm. always felt like he was calm and in control the way he addressed yep. the players. Did you observe that? I thought he just a great referee. If you look at the Will Chambers situation when he played the Warriors and things were getting out of hand, he just went up and said, hey, Will, just... Uh, or said to the mm. captain, have you under Will? No yep. one's in the stadium. People can hear over the uh, over the microphones sitting mm-hmm. home. And and, and um, the thing about it is, Vossi, I've always found the referees I had most respect for are the ones that gave respect to the players. Like yes. I really liked Greg McCallum, yes. the referee. Greg was a really good guy, spoke to the players... Decent manner, uh, uh, decent manner, and the other, uh, uh, Dave Manson, Dave, who's Queenslander, refereed us in the '97 Grand Final. Dave was always a, just a really good guy, um, mm. and Bill was good. You know, Bill, Bill had his quirks, but you know he had respect for the players. And it's just you know if you give any advice to the to the referees, is yeah, you you are the you're the boss out there, but just a little bit of respect goes a long way, and vice versa. You got to say, yeah. And, and, and David Mann, just unfortunate. So a few players called him Charlie. That was just yes. uh, disappointing. Yeah. <laughs> you know, but that, that, that's just a nickname. Um, Stephen yeah. from Cronulla asked this one of you, Cameron. Um, mm. As the supreme competitor, 
and you are now retired, how hard will the next month be? So now you've been retired, content mm. all year, but now the finals are there and it's the big games. Are you? Will yeah. you sit easy through the next month, Cameron? Oh, not really. I, I haven't really sat easy all year, to be honest, particularly with the, with the Storm playing. And, and throughout those 80 minutes, there's been sort of moments in the game where you, you just love to be out there playing with the, with the boots back on again. But um, no, I'm, I'm certainly content. And, and will I be a little bit sort of on the edge of the seat? Of course I will be. I'm, I'm one of the worst spectators ever when I'm watching the Storm play. Um, but uh, yeah, look, I, I think I'll be okay. Like I've sat through, you know, some Origins when, when I've, you know, since I've retired and, and a couple of test matches and whatnot. But I think I'll be all right. I'm, I'm confident the boys will go well. All righty. Now, Sue of Blackdown has called in on the McDonald Jones open line with a uh, question for you, Matty, about the South Sydney Rabbitohs. Sue, say hi to Matty. Good morning, Matty. Good morning, Mr. Smith. Um, G'day, I watched G'day, the game on Saturday and I was pleased with the young players, but I'm a bit concerned that Blake is very small and very slight. Whether he's powerful enough to be fullback and whether Wayne should take a risk I'm putting such an inexperienced player in a, in a crucial game. I mean, he did good things. He dropped the ball. But maybe more... Do we need a bigger fullback? Because he just got run over later in, in the half. And he's got potential. I think all those players he used were very good for young players. But he hasn't played much football. And I'm a bit concerned yeah. about that for the game on, on Saturday. What do you yeah, think, so Matty? It's a, yeah, it's a good observation, Sue. So the, the fullbacks... Uh, the, the fullbacks that really have a big impact are either Quicksilver in, in speed, like Billy Billy Slater mm. and good footwork, or and, and Tom, got to be said, or they're big and they're powerful. Um, he's a very, very good young player, Blake. But the other side, yeah, you, you're right, it's hard to kickstart those sets of six you know, with with his size. The Penrith players will get out there and try to group tackle him and force him back. Mm. Um and the other one, too, which is a really big one, is that Nathan Cleary's dead ball bombs that just, mate, they're satanic. They just go up and they just swing around. And Blake is not an experienced fullback. That could be... I, I don't... My gut feel is that I, I sort of get the feeling Alex Johnson will go back there. Yep. I don't know yep. if Wayne will put Blake under that sort of pressure. Yeah, and Nathan Cleary to bring out his uh, A-kicking game as well in that one. Thank you for the call, Sue, on the McDonald Jones open line, one three hundred oh one eleven seventy. 1170 Pull your socks up on a Monday morning. All-day socks by Underworks. Pass every comfort test. Uh, pick up a pair and test them for yourself. Once you have, you'll, you'll throw all your other socks away. The Underworks socks are so good. Uh, Cameron, do you have a nomination for someone to pull your socks up on this Monday morning? Well... There's, a, there's several across the weekend. Yes, that's right. There's a lot of soccer several, pulling up a ring to be um, done. But I'm going to toss these two teams in, the Sharks and the Raiders, boys. Now, mm. these two teams, they, they, were, they had an opportunity to play finals, and they, just, they blew it. They blew it. Partic- like, Cronulla played against a Melbourne side that had, what, four, four or five of their starters not playing. Um, and we know that Melbourne, have, they've continued to win matches with... with key players out this year, but they had a chance to, to play finals this year um, and they blew it. And the Raiders boys, and, and the, like, like they're playing against the Rooster side and, and I think Ricky um, Stewart summed it up the best after the game. Like he, he was that disappointed with the way they played and, and said, like, if, we can't, if we can't compete and beat that side that, that the Roosters um, fielded tonight with all of their injuries and, and retirements that they've had this year, 
then we'd just be making up the numbers anyway. Yep. Yeah, no, that's yeah. That, that. So pull your socks up, a collective there, both mm. Cronulla and Canberra. What about you, Maddie, for Underworks? I'm going to say a little bit different. I'm going to go state politics, right? Because does, <laughs> is everyone frustrated by what is going on at the moment? Is the fact that, you know, we're all in this together. Can we just, can our premiers just get on the same page and start to basically row in the same direction? Is it, is it that hard? It's just really, really frustrating. You know, and you look and you think, uh, you know, sometimes with Scott Morrison, you know, do you have sway there? Can you, you know, can you get some of these premiers in the same room and we can just come to a solution just every single day? It's just so frustrating seeing these premiers having cheap shots at each other when there's far bigger issues at hand. Yeah, I think... I tell you what, there's a lot of people listening yeah, at the moment cool, going, mate. yes, Matty, yes. So yep. Cameron in the bunker, Matthew John's into politics. Now, that would... That yeah. <laughs> I mean, look, John's Bossy, let, let me just, Question look, time let me with just Matt conclude. <laughs> let me just conclude here. Speaker, right, uh, everyone row in the same direction. Just follow our lead. We're always right. Yes. Uh, the, uh, the, 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 uh, the member for Hayman Island, Mr. Matthew John's there. Uh, he's based himself on Hayman Island. Good call. Uh, all day socks by Underworks. Pass every test. Pick up a pair and test them for yourselves. At 20 to 9, I don't think I can leave the referees waiting any longer. Uh, I think we need to go to this. And now on Breakfast with Vossi, Cameron Smith's referee of the round. <laughs> now, I got a little bit different, Maddie. Have you got a prediction who you think Cameron's going to say? <laughs> well, there's only one man, Butler, and, it's not, and I'm not talking about Jared Butler. Uh, what about Z- Ziggy Sheklesa Adamski on his uh, debut as a solo referee? Cameron, there's a few contenders there this week. What have you got? No, look, I'm, I'm going to put them all out of their misery and I've got to go for the man who just finished up, Matt Checken. Mm. Wow, the bloke who's in Binger. Yes, and he's going to have, have to share with you a beer now. Mm. This I think he may have finished... Did he finish as the outright leader? Just just check your uh, tally there, no, boss, no, because I know the you've been keeping we're a tally. Here. We're oh, OK, here. No, OK. We're going into the finals, yeah, yeah. It's a true award oh, okay. for the whole season, yeah. Well, well, he's going to have to try and hold on. I think. He, well, he's got three, I think. I think he's got three. Interesting our post grand final show. Who was the referee of the week? He's got to be. He's got to be still. Am am I I right in saying I I think he's still the premier referee in the competition? I think you might be right. I I, I think you might be right. So, so hang on, just just to get something correct here. So he's retired effectively. So that means he's told that he he will not be refereeing finals. Well, I think he just read the room. He, he just felt yeah, that he was, wasn't yeah, going was to be. So possible? Marvel announced that's, it, so he, he knows wow. that that's his last game. So if, that, so the if there's four matches this weekend, he's not in the top four refs. That's what they're that's saying. Crazy. That's crazy. That's crazy. I'm just, I'm, I'm actually, I'm putting together a petition. Hmm. Yep, I'll sign it, mate. I'll yeah. sign it, Matty. No problem. That's two seconds. I haven't told you what the, peti- I haven't told you what the well, petition is yet. It's to follow our lead as far as COVID. I'm, I'm just harping back onto this point again. Yeah. Uh, the right honourable Matthew Johns. Uh, yes. Now it shouldn't be. You wouldn't be the member. You'd be the member for Cessnock. Well, the yes. member for Cessnock, please pipe down, <laughs> mate. You know it's funny. The, the the member for the Hunter Valley, Joel Fitzgibbon, who ended up being um, Minister for Defence in in. Um, well, Shadow Minister for Defence when Mark Latham was trying to get in. It was Mark, um, sorry, Joel actually played um, rugby league for Cessnock. My old man coached him. And the old man used to apply, he said, Minister for Defence. He said, mate, the bloke never made a tackle. 
Um, but he, he did a Joel made a campaign, did a campaign once, and he asked me, he said, "Mate, could you be the face of it?" And you know, I I, I was taught by Joel's mum, another Fitzgibbon family, very good. And uh, so there's a picture. There was a picture of me. I was about 22, shaking Joel's hand. Last time I went up to Cessnock, he's still using it. Honestly, it's like <laughs> I'm just, mate. I, I said to Joel, mate, any chance, any yeah. chance, maybe just. Mate, I, I think I've served my cause. Yeah, yeah. so it's, it gets put up on election day out on people's front yards. It's one of those placards, is, is Matty John. Like no, I'm 50 uh, now. Like I'm, on, I'm on the home stretch and he's still using it. Oh, beautiful stuff. So uh, there we go. Uh, Matty John's politi- political career, it's, yeah. I think it's got some legs. I think it's got some legs. Very interesting. Uh, it is 17 minutes to nine. More questions for Cameron and Matty in just a moment. All thanks to Chemist Warehouse. Shop in store or online at Chemist Warehouse for big brands at the lowest prices every day. At 12 minutes to nine, and, and, and Matty made comment just in, in regards underworks, pull up your socks and, and the states. I mean... We don't wish ill of any state at the moment. There's terrible news out of Victoria today. Cases growing up to 246 cases now. That's the highest and the latest outbreak. 121 only linked to known outbreaks. So more than half uh, unknown uh, out, uh, cases. So there you go, 246 new cases there. Uh, the golf this morning. Maddie, do you know how much first prize was at the Tour Championship this morning. Patrick Cantlay, who's been in great form. You know what he won this morning, the difference between first and second prize, what it was? Vossi, I've never really played a game of golf in my life. I wouldn't have a, cl- I wouldn't have a clue. What, let me, a uh, hundred grand? <laughs> a little under, a little under. Patrick Cantlay has won $15 million this morning. Uh, 21 under par, one by one shot to John Rahm. The difference between first and second is 10 million. Can you imagine standing what? over a putt. Is that all? If, if I miss this, it's going to cost me 10 mil. Mate, I, I tell you something. what, I'm looking, I'm looking for a pair of plaid trousers. I might go and do an 18 hole today. It's 15 million. That's pretty good. Yeah, I, I can see Matty Johns in the, the plus fours. Vossi, that would be good. Could I throw something at you, Blakes, completely mm. out of the blue here? Right, uh? mm-hmm. Now, Tom Travojevic, we're looking at some of these clubs that have been eliminated. If Tom Travojevic was off contract uh, tomorrow, what, given the fact what influence he shows he's ha- he has at Manly, given what happens when they don't play, like you know, zero and four, and now all of a sudden they're in red-hot chance to win the competition, would someone pay $2 million for Tom Travojevic? I say yes. I'm saying whatever the highest paid player in the game is, he has to get 20 or 30% more, so that doesn't quite get to $2 million. Cameron, what do you pay Tom Trebojevic? Open market. Well, well, it'd be up there, wouldn't it? It'd be up there, but then you've got to think about that's 20% of your, your cap in one player, and you've got to look at the return you're going to get. Is he going to make a huge difference to our, our side? So if you look at, say, like a Bulldogs... You know, West Tigers, uh, Cowboys, Broncos, those teams down the bottom. If you pay him uh, one player two million dollars, is he, is he going to yep. make us a, a a premiership contender? Because if you if you if you've got one player taking up twenty percent of your cap, you you want to be a chance of lifting the trophy, don't you? Mm. Yep. I tell you, I tell you, I tell you who might be up for that price tag. It'll be Manly themselves. Yeah. Yep. Given, given, no doubt. <laughs> just given the, the 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 value that he's added to that side. Like, so he wasn't there in the first month. They they're zero on four. He turns up and they just they win nearly every match that he's involved in this year. 
So yeah. clearly he is the man that makes makes the difference in that football side. It's interesting you say that, boys, because you've got a situation at Manly where you're right. Like <clears throat> that, they just absolutely cannot cannot afford to lose him. And so, yep. and and same with Jake. Jake's leadership. But then you've got yes. Daly Cherry Evans, who's on mm-hmm. about one and a half. That's so, right. So, man, you know, they might have, like into the near future, Manly might be, you know, might have to make a really tough decision. A lot of love for Matt Checken here this morning. Um, this one from Buddy, he says, I will sign Matty's pe- uh, petition for Chech. Um, the fact that the powers that be cannot see that he is the best referee by some distance goes to show how much trouble that department of the game is in and why fans are disgruntled. He's been treated poorly for far too long. One can only wonder why I have my theories. Good luck, Chech. That from uh, mm. Buddy. So, Matty, you're on the case this morning. I just think your political party is just <laughs> gathering legs. I mean, <laughs> move over, Mr Fitzgibbon, I, the member for mate, Hunter. I actually got a call from Graham Richardson once. This is about 20 years ago and said, Matty, would you be interested in running as a member for the Hunter? And I said, Richard, if you turn around, there's a closet there and it, that rattling you hear in there, uh-huh. yeah, just... Uh, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <Mr. Prazel. laughs> Perhaps, uh, <laughs> breaking news, Matt Johns has announced uh, he is stepping down from uh, the... Uh, yes, it's gone south very quickly. Um, yeah. a, a quick question from Marcel. Uh, this one, can you ask the boys their view on why we have developed such a big gap between the top and bottom teams this mm. year? I mean, it's a big question. Is there a short answer to that, Cameron? Are some teams just better equipped to handle what tweaks we've done to the rules is it just poor roster management? What What do you think is the main crux uh, for the gap between the best and the worst? I think it's I think it's a, a really a mix of all things um, that we just spoke about the the, the rule changes, the rosters. Oh, I think a little bit of coaching as well. Um, some of the some of the attitude that attitudes that the players have taken with the field this year. Like, take a look at the Roosters for example. Okay, now now I know Melbourne have finished on top and they've been able to. Um, handle the, the year missing you know, key players for long periods of time and continue to win. They've rested players. They've had players suspended. They continue to win. Have a look at the Roosters and the players that they've lost through season-ending injuries, mid-season retirements, and still they're playing finals. It's, it's all about the way that um, they go about their business on a daily basis, really. Yeah, and, the expectation, and the expectation that's put on on the players to, to be to um, perform at a high standard every day. That, Marcel, that's what the difference is for me. Yeah. Cameron, for Marcel, we'll send him out a stuff pack, making guys better men uh, yep. for his question on that one. Matty, have you got a tip just to finish the program mm. today? It's another week mm. we start in lockdown. Matty, any inspiration coming out of the Johns household? Anything you've <laughs> learned about yourself? Anything you can mm. help give some people some inspiration, <laughs> right some inspiring words to finish? Have a listen. Have a listen to a podcast. Get on there if you love your sport called The Whistleblower. Uh, it's about the NBA and it is alarming. So have a listen. You'll enjoy it. There we go. Good stuff. All right, Moat, good day to you. And you vote and you goat. And goat. <laughs> See you, Moat. Have a See great you, week. <laughs> and that is Breakfast with Vossie on 1170 SEM. Are you ready to experience the thrill? Berwick BMW is your destination to experience the range of BMW M&M performance models. Book your test drive with Neil Phillips and the super team at Berwick BMW today. LMCT 8953. 
Sometimes needing new tyres can catch us by surprise. That's why tyre power gives you the power of zip pay and zip money. You can get what you need now, get back on the road safely and pay for it later. Terms and conditions apply. So visit tyrepower.com.au or call 13 91.